Today's match is in the books, and now it's time to break it down. Welcome to Cougar Post-Match Live. Toward the byline, cross coming to the sixth. It's hiding in! Michaela Coulahan! Post-match coverage of BYU women's soccer is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. Smith's, low prices, market fresh at Smith's. And by Zion's Bank. For banking that helps you tackle every financial challenge, Zion's Bank is for you. Now let's get you back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, the BYU Cougars, the nation's fourth-ranked team, dominating on the stat sheet and the scoreboard, winning it by a score of 3-1 to one tonight here at Southfield. A quick look to see if there's an attendance number for tonight, and there is 2,570. So about 1,000 shy of average, but still a very good number for BYU as they'll keep that number for the season above 3,000 and stay number one in Division One soccer attendance. Certainly 2,570 on hand to watch BYU defeat San Diego tonight by a score of 3-1. to one. It was against the run of play that San Diego scored first tonight back in the 12th minute ninth goal of the year for Milan Moses. That came with 11.44 on the clock and then 22 seconds later officially this is how BYU even the score runs into a would-be tackler keeps possession gets herself deep in the area plays off a deflection and it's in the back of the net just BYU like answers just that quickly 1-1 in the 13th Michaela Coulihan from Tucker and we're square Stayed that way until the 20th minute. Cameron Tucker had the assist on the Coulihan goal, and then Cameron got one for herself. Assists here go to Alyssa Jefferson and Rachel Lyman. Here's how it sounded. Sends Lyman into the area down the right wing. A one-touch cross, and back of the net. BYU to go 2-1 with Cam Tucker scoring at the top of the six. 2-1 was our halftime score. No was scoring the rest of the first half. At the interval, BYU 2 and San Diego 1, so BYU led at half for an 11th time in 16 matches this season. BYU came into tonight 10-0 when leading at halftime. They leave the night 11-0 when leading at the break because it was BYU 2-1 after 45 minutes. And the second half was just barely underway, as in 64 seconds underway when this happened. A throw into Elise Flake. Elise Flake racing to the penalty area. Elise has space, putting it to her right shot, and goal for Elise Flake! What a rip from the left side! Side netting right side, and the Cougars take a 3-1 lead! So Flake makes it 3-1, and that's the way this one would end up. And uh, so again, we tell you that the attacking center midfielder, Michaela Coulihan, and both forwards, Tucker and Flake, score as BYU comes away with a 3-1 decision. Shots tonight go in BYU's favor, 27-5. Shots on goal in BYU's favor, 15-4. There were 11 corners taken tonight and all by BYU. So the number for the year now in terms of BYU corners taken and allowed, 98 corners for and just 37 corners against. It's remarkable. BYU's goal differential goes to 48 on the year with now 55 goals scored and 7 against. Stanford and BYU lead the nation in goals scored with 55 each. Stanford has played one less match than BYU. Yet, there it is. The two most prolific teams in college soccer are BYU and the Stanford Cardinal. We are joined here pitch side by BYU starting a left back, Josie Gwynn. Josie, good to have you on. Good to be here. So uh, it's a game that, uh, or rather it's a team right now that receives a lot of attention for its offense. 55 goals will do that. But by the same token, BYU's conceded just seven goals all year. Of what are you more proud, the 55 or the seven right now? Oh, I don't even know. Both of those numbers are incredible to me. I actually didn't even know all those stats until right now. But, yeah, it's, it just shows how big of a team effort it is and how well our team works together as a whole. We're good on defense. We're good on offense. And it just shows 
Yeah, absolutely. So talking about being on the back line, what what is making your defensive unit so so successful? What are you guys doing? What's the secret sauce to keeping, <laughs> I mean, less than 10 goals allowed all season? Yeah, well, I think it starts up top. Our We press a lot. We press other teams. So our forwards play a lot of defense, and it carries all throughout the whole team. As a back line, I feel like we're just really connected on and off the field. All of us are super good friends off the field, and I think that chemistry shows on the field and we hold each other accountable. We can get on each other, but we know it, it's from love and we care about each other. And I also just think it's our second year um, as a whole back line playing together. So that experience of knowing the tendencies of the other players on the back line, it just helps a lot. It's not often that BYU's playing from behind, but you guys did fall behind tonight and pretty early. Uh, yeah. Give us your perspective on that goal that made it 1-0 San Diego in the 12th minute. Well, sometimes you need a little bit of a wake-up call. Um, I thought we came out strong. We really did. And soccer's a funny game. You can be attacking, attacking, and then all of a sudden the other team might get a goal. But I think what is to be uh, talked about more is the way we responded because I think in less than 30 seconds we came back and tied it up. So I think it just goes to show how we can go down, but we won't stay down. Officially, it was 22 seconds after San Diego ah, scored that BYU equalized. It. So good, good perspective <laughs> on your part. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was, it was uh, Michaela scoring in the uh, 13th minute, less than 30 seconds later, you're 1-1, and then uh, Cam makes it 2-1 at halftime. How did you guys feel at the break, up 2-1? Um, I think we felt good. We had a lot of the possession in the first half, and I think we came off the field feeling confident and knowing that more goals were going to come. I think um, with forwards like we have. Uh, we just know at any moment something could happen anywhere on the field too. Being flying up the side, defenders getting up into the attack, the withdrawals, it just comes from everyone on the field. So I feel like coming off at halftime, um, there was a cool confidence. And it was only a two minutes into the second half, less than two minutes into the second half when Elise Flake made it 3-1. That's where the score would stay. And I can almost feel, I almost feel like these days, if Elise has got space and speed on the left side, I can almost call a goal before she takes the shot. She's oh, that good. classic. I told her today before the game she was going to score that exact goal because she scored it so many times. She'll get the ball down on the left, take it down, cut to her right, boom, goal. Yeah, you talked a lot about how calm confidence right now. How important is each of these conference wins to you guys in building your confidence as we kind of look no more towards the end of the season and looking towards the NCAA? Yeah, um... Well, it's really good just for um, the exposure we have and to come on the field every single game and give it our best effort and make sure that there's no slacking. We can't take any team lightly. Every game is equally as important to our end goal. So um, being challenged a little bit and um, just getting better every single game. So every game is just as important as the next. You went the full 90 tonight. You weren't the only one. Now, it's often that we see backliners play the full 90. Jamie Shepard goes the full 90. Yeah. Michaela Coulihan plays the entire match, doesn't come off. What does it say to you when, when players who are so important, like a Michaela Coulihan, who does so much for this team, says, yeah, I'm going to go the full 90. I can play the full 90. Oh, it's awesome. We have a very fit and um, competitive team. So I know all those girls, they want to be on the field. I want to be on the field for the full 90. I want good things for my teammates. I'll be their biggest cheerleader. But if I'm on the field, I want to stay on the field. And I think that's um, the mentality from everyone out there. Okay, it was a two-game week. You had a game on the road Wednesday. Uh, travel back, quick break. You win tonight, 3-1. And uh, now it's a week off. I don't say a week off. You'll work all week, but you've yeah. got a week between games. Mm -hmm. and, and you'll play your final three games in the space of a week. You'll go Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, and finish this thing out. You're already at the end, if you can believe that. You it's have one crazy. week one week of games left, basically, coming up. 
it's actually surreal. I feel like the season's gone by so fast, and if we would have talked about it at the beginning that we'd get to this point in the season still being undefeated, I think all of us would have been ecstatic, and that's what we dreamed of, you know? Like, that was the goal. And so I think it's important to continue that and um, keep pushing. And this week we'll just get back to work, watch some film, get better, and get ready for next week. It was a cool night. At times it was a windy night, but almost 3,000 fans in the stands tonight yeah. uh, for BYU. It's amazing, isn't it? BYU fans are the best. A everywhere we go, we go to Portland, there's tons of fans there. Anywhere we go, it's the coolest thing being a, a part of BYU. You represent so much more, and everyone knows it. It's been cool watching your development as a player, Josie. So solid there on that BYU back line. Congrats on the win. Nice work by you and the team. And we'll see you next week. Thank you so much. All right, thanks, Josie. That is Josie Gwynn. Jennifer Rockwood is coming up next. Before we take the break, quick note, uh, individual stats for BYU tonight. Michaela Coulihan, nine shots to lead BYU, five shots on goal to lead BYU, and she had a goal on this night. Lizzie Braby, four shots, all were on frame. Elise Flake, four shots, three on goal, one was a goal. A shot for Danica Serracio, two shots, one on frame for Jamie Shepard, two shots for Josie Gwynn. We just heard from her. Cam Tucker, three shots, one was on goal, and it was a goal. She also had an assist. Assists go to Rachel Lyman and Alyssa Jefferson, who also had one shot and a shot on frame. As she played the full 90. Players to go the full 90 tonight. Alyssa Jefferson, Sabrina Davis in goal, Josie Gwynn, Jamie Shepard, Michaela Coulihan, and Danica Serracio. BYU 3, San Diego 1 is our final score. The coaches' comments coming up next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Postmatch Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For the final word on today's match, let's rejoin Elena Anderson and Greg Brubel. BYU goes to 15-0-1 on the year, 5-0-1 on the West Coast Conference, and it's now a 13-match Southfield win streak. BYU's won each of the last 13 games it has played on this pitch. Final, uh, final score tonight is BYU 3 and San Diego 1. For Jen Rockwood in her 25th season, it is career win number 390. 10 away from that milestone mark of 400, and it will come soon enough. As for tonight, one more win was put up in the, uh, in the right column. As BYU goes to 5-0-1 in the league, and San Diego falls to 2-4 in conference play. And the head coach of the Cougars, Jen Rockwood, joining us now with our Zions Bank post-match interview brought to you by Zions Bank. For banking that helps you tackle every financial challenge, Zions Bank is for you. Jen, you have to be happy. That was good. That was good effort tonight. Oh, hang on one second. I've just got uh, one last thing to do. There we go. Now I can hear you better. There we go. Uh, yeah, just a great performance, I felt, by our, our group. Uh, got off to a really strong start and, and found a lot of space and moved the ball very quickly. And, uh, you know, we gave up a, a goal, a great individual performance um, by their forward, a, a great shot. And then we just reacted really well and came right back and, and uh, kind of nullified it. So uh, just really thought it was a great performance tonight. Reacted really well and really quickly, less yeah. than less than 30 seconds later. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, something like that happens, and uh, this group has uh, responded well. We've been down not too often this year, but when we have been down, we've been able to come right back and, and get right back into it. In, in just a couple of days you have between Wednesday and today, what did you work on that you think showed up on the pitch tonight? Um, we were trying to get the... Um, ball more into the box into the half space and that's where we're usually very dangerous and um you know we didn't have a lot of time to prepare mostly just kind of recover and get our legs loose again but we were we were trying to get some earlier balls in behind into the half space into the box um and that you know good things happen when that when we get it there and their keeper i thought did a fantastic job she made some really good saves and also some really nice plays on our on our crosses so um, you know, I thought we might be, maybe could have got a few more, but she, she was fantastic tonight. How much did seeing a 3-5-2 Wednesday prepare you for another three-player back line tonight against uh, San Diego? 
Um, you know, it was a little different. I mean, there's been a lot of teams that have played a 3-5-2, and it seems like each team has kind of their own take to it. It was yeah. a, a lot different look than I thought Portland gave us, even though it was a, a similar formation. But I thought we were able to get into the to the wide space uh, a little bit deeper into the attacking third. And I think we just moved the ball quicker. It was something that we struggled with a little bit at Portland is, is our speed of play, getting it out of the back across the center line. And I thought we were able to, to do that a lot more effectively tonight. Yeah, talk to us about, I mean, we we like to call it like the attacking three, right? Michaela so good up there. Elise, Cam, they're so lethal. What makes that attacking group so unique and how, how have they been so successful? Um, well, Kayla's obviously a really special player, and one of our focuses is to try and get her the ball faced up in front of our opponent's back line. And we're keeping Cam and Elise central and high because they're best in uh, open space facing the goal. And so... Um, just trying to get Kayla the ball. She is so good at, at finding open space and, and finding gaps and, and reading uh, how to switch. But I also thought Jamie did a fantastic job tonight, too. She had she was a little more open than she's used to in the first half, and, and we were able to, to move the ball effectively from side to side. Tonight's shot totals were more typical of a BYU team. 27 shots, 15 on frame, 11 corners to zero. You've now taken 61 more corners than your opponents this year. Yeah, we were, you know, we wanted to try and get in behind um, better than we did in our last game, and I, I think uh, the effort was definitely there. And again, their keeper, I thought, did a great job. She she took away some real dangerous crosses that I think in in previous games we've been able to to put away. But again, just she did a great job, and we could, probably could have had a couple more. But um, yeah, just trying to get the ball in the box, being dangerous, and I just love how our team is continuing to attack and. You know, Bing was pretty lethal there, especially at the beginning of the second half. Um, and uh, Rach came off the bench, I thought, and had some really good minutes for us as well. Yeah, San Diego's keeper, Amber Michael, who you've now seen in four straight matches, by the way. She's been freshman, sophomore, junior, senior every year. Had 12 safes tonight, did play very well. Uh, you, you, you had goals in the box from both uh, Tucker and Coolahan, and then Elise Flake with what is kind of a trademark goal for her now to finish things out at 3-1. Yeah, that's what we're trying to do is, is you know, if Elise can get the ball really on the right side, I mean, on the left side, um, she's hard to stop, and she just had kind of one of her typical goals that she makes look so easy uh, but so lethal. And, again, that's why we like to keep her high central, let her fade a little bit to the side, and, you know, she's so good at putting that ball away when she gets it in those spots. Okay, you're not traveling this week until the weekend, uh, so it's a one-game week for you to come on Saturday at San Francisco. So uh, a little bit of rest now, not so much rest but time to recover and get ready for a really important game on the hilltop next weekend yeah we had um some girls put in a lot of minutes and yeah. a lot of miles uh this week and they still looked good and fresh tonight i thought um but yeah some good recovery but we'll have a few days to work on some more things and yeah. uh continue to just get better and a little bit more lethal in front of the goal yeah it's crazy to think that next time we're on southfield at senior night you got a special group of seniors what has this kind of core leadership of your team done to help your team be so, so successful I think just their their overall um, kind of maturity and experience. I mean, most of these girls, um, you know, as as freshmen came in and and we were a great team and they didn't play a lot and they've just each year have gotten better and better and really have had to grind it out and earn their time and and um, just embrace everything that they can. But they're they're great leaders. They're great motivators. Um, they've set uh, tremendous examples and they've really kept the chemistry and the culture of our team uh, extremely positive. Uh, so both on and off the field, they they're great leaders and and great kids. Okay, when I said uh, 10 wins away from 400. What's your thought on that? That's a lot of games. <laughs> I've been doing this a long time, but, uh, 
you know, the last couple of years have sure been fun. It's a, it's an amazing group. It's it's hard to think that it's, you know, coming closer to an end with some of these seniors. But, you know, hopefully we still have a lot left in us, um, a lot to, to shoot for and to look forward to. Um, but uh, season's gone real fast, um, but it's sure been fun. It might snow on the valley tomorrow, but for one more night, the weather held here at Southfield. It was chilly, but almost mm-hmm. 3,000 fans uh, uh, braved the chill to come watch you guys and cheer you guys on. Again, another good number. I think a lot of a lot of teams out there would uh, <laughs> would would, mm-hmm. would you know be be desperate for 2,500 fans on on a hot night, let alone a cold night. Yeah, we just get such tremendous support, and the girls love to play uh, on Southfield, and uh, that's what we're trying to do right now is to. You know, hopefully we got one more guaranteed game. We're trying to earn some more opportunities right. to play out here, especially for these seniors uh, and uh, and for our fans. And um, hopefully good things will happen. Well, good things happened tonight in the tune of a 3-1. to one. BYU now with 55 goals on the year, tied with Stanford for the most goals in all of Division One soccer. And we'll see what the Stanford does to keep pace with BYU next time the Cardinal play. Fun little race to watch, but it's all about getting to the end line and getting as many home games and as many games games as you can in the NCAA tournament. Before all that, though, time to win a WCC championship. And the next step in that uh, comes on Saturday at San Francisco. Jen, thanks again. Congrats. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. That's Jennifer Rockwood. And that is tonight's BYU women's soccer coverage on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Our thanks to our crew back at BYU Radio, our broadcast intern, James Havel, our studio control coordinator, Tanner Rawl, our... Uh, uh, coordinating producer Terry South who's uh, battling illness but uh, he's a gamer he's hanging in there tonight with us our thanks to that crew along with engineer uh, Barry Squires assistance from uh, Sean Fay comes on the engineering angle as well my color commentary colleague is Elena Medeiros Anderson our thanks to Josie Gwynn and Jen Rockwood for joining us post game our our uh, pitch side intern tonight was Max Clark thanks to intern Max great work by everybody so for all those folks my name is Greg Rubel saying our final score tonight is BYU 3 San Diego 1 so In the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Women's Soccer on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Provo, Utah. You have been listening to live coverage of BYU Women's Soccer on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Coverage of today's match has been brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. Brought to you by Smith's Food and Drug. Smith's now has grocery pickup and online delivery to save you time. And by Zions Bank. For banking that helps you tackle every financial challenge, Zions Bank is for you. BYU Women's Soccer is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. BYU Women's Soccer is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.